What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen, but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? Yes, perfect. Uh, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Nine. Oh my God. Not four. Not five. Not three. Not two. Nope. You got nine. Nine. <laughs> okay. Why? Oh, oh actually, maybe the first question is who? Okay. Was this a was this a uh, a family decision? Was this a you decision? Was no. This, this was a- this was like, hey, you know, we go to we go to the store, the farm supply store and they're like uh you know hey yeah we read all these things you know you get a couple more a few more because you know few inevitably die it's the thing right you know they're little tiny chicks they're cute um they after doing my own research they don't die (laughs) of course they don't no they don't because, you know, we live in modern society and, you know, they're like, hey, yeah, let's breed them so they're robust. And they they, they don't do that thing called die. You know, right. As l- I love it. Yes. So this, instead but, of three or four or five, I have nine. You have nine chickens. Nine chickens, literally. Oh, my God. About seven feet behind me, behind the door. <laughs> and here's the thing. My wife, all about them. Oh, sure. All about them until yeah. the second they had a feather. Uh, now she acts like they're trying to eat her freaking fingertips off. I got you. And yep. they are becoming, like, I'm serious. I'm going to have, which this past weekend I built the, built the, the chicken coop <clears throat> from scratch, mind you. My oldest helped me, thank God. Thank nice. God. Nice. Like, I put her to work. And, you know, good for her. She didn't shy away from it at all. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this week I have to buy the, it's not called chicken wire. It looks like chicken wire, but it's like a lot more robust. I don't okay. know. Okay. I don't know what it's called. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's a lot more like braided or twisted. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> I have to buy that this week and enclose the whole chicken coop and the run and everything I built. Mm-hmm. So, cause they are outgrowing their, uh, indoor dog kennel pen. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats on the chickens, buddy. <laughs> I mean, if you lived closer, I could, you know, offset your, um, egg budget each month. You know, your whole $5.35. But. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, the amount of eggs that my family eats 
is bordering on insanity because I like, know I understand. Like they just love to like it, it, any meal. It's like oh, I'm just gonna make an egg with like meat and cheese in it, which is I'm glad that's a good healthy protein based meal and it's great. And it's like not even that difficult. And they're making it themselves. I'm proud of them. But, but I know your wife and yeah. I know your children, and they mm-hmm. make a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, key ingredient of baking is eggs. Exactly. They love to make cakes and things and it's just like yeah no we're gonna go through some eggs and i'm always like uh if i think about having an egg i go to the fridge and i'm like there's not there's no eggs in here because they're all gone because we ate them all (laughs) and then kelly and i i mean it's the whole reason that i'm not 300 pounds like we've been eating keto for the last you know six months eight months and Mm -hmm. yeah so like don't get me wrong like I'm all about having some, you know, farm fresh eggs. But when you figure out chicken coop and nine chickens and feed and everything else, look, I'm not coming out ahead. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not this year, maybe. Yeah, but you'll yeah. get there. It, it'll come. It'll eventually. It'll circle around. We've been uh, so like I have been. St- not for very long, but I just started like getting back on keto basically all over mm-hmm. again. Cause I'd done it before, like a couple years ago. And then I just fell off the wagon and I'm like, ah, I don't care. I don't, I'm just going to be a, a fat dad for a few years. It's cool. Um, but now I'm like trying to do really well and I've dropped like nine pounds, dude. And I, I miss it. I'm not going to lie. A couple years ago, dude, I was, I was two ninety five. Wow. And when I dropped off in January, mm-hmm. February, I was 255. Damn, dude. And so I've I've gained about 10 pounds back. Mm-hmm. So like I'm getting back on the wagon, but that was primarily because like I lost a bunch of weight and but I lost much weight because I had some tooth issues where I literally wasn't eating anything. I was, my meals were swallowing pain pills. Oh yeah. Yep. And then when I could start eating again, I, it was like taco John's for like three meals a day. Oh sure. You know? So I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm eating anything I can. Cause I'm fucking starving. And then of mm-hmm. course I just swelled up like a, walrus so i got you dude i don't know if that's a saying but <laughs> <laughs> well like for me so i i like the biggest things i've had to like cut back is like i'm not drinking any beer of course because like beer just like makes me bloat like crazy dude like mm-hmm. i just i can't do it i like beer i'm just not drinking it so that's a huge cut um I'm not drinking any soda because i also love soda i don't like it's... I will say that was one of the pluses of playing high school football. Like, I <laughs> cut out pop. I, I shouldn't. Why do you say soda? Screw you. It's <laughs> I've always said soda, man. No. I don't know. No. You grew up in the area that we grew up in. It's pop. <laughs> Well, that video you just sent me, I was like, that was the one thing I was like, I don't know, man, all I ever call it is soda. But then like everybody, everybody where I live 
I, I most people just call it I think they call it pop or like but some people just call it coke and I'm like why it's I I, I yeah. get that like I hate that it's not Do you a, want coke. a coke yeah yeah what kind nope what the hell did you just ask me if I want a coke <laughs> no it's like this you have messed this up and now I'm angry because you are calling it something different but yeah. like yeah I don't I've always I like for the last probably 10 15 years now man I've called it soda and everybody's like are you from the south or are you like but I'm like no I'm not from the south I'm from the fucking midwest that's, that's just the pastor in you trying to appease everyone I guess I guess yeah, you sucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, man, I cut that out. I cut out, like I said, beer. Um, and I'm just doing like super low carb. So, you know, lots of high protein. Um, and like, and not, and I think like a big part for me too is just not like snacking at 10 o'clock at night because that's when I want to eat like mm-hmm. a giant bowl of ice cream. And I want to, you know, like, I just want, like cookies that my wife made and i'm like i can't do that shit because then i just i look like a balloon that has partially deflated and it doesn't look good good for you man and and not that i'm like some bastion of health over here (laughs) like keto worked for me like i said i i went from like 295 to like 260 and i gained about 10 pounds back over like a year and a half of not doing it yeah and then I went from like two seventy five down to like two fifty five, and then kind of between the holidays and then, like I said, all the tooth issues I was having, then I just ballooned back up to about I gained about ten pounds back, and so I'm just like I'm just now getting back on the bandwagon. But I I fervently believe like this is this is going to be the rest of my life. Like, yeah. and, and I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, like I don't mind it. I, I honestly, I don't mind keto. It doesn't bother me growing up a WAP. For those of you who haven't grown up in the Midwest, that's like a slang term for Italian uh, means without <laughs> papers. You know, I don't want to compare it to any other slang term, but it's wasn't a good thing in the 1950s, but we're not in the 1950s. So you can call me a WAP all day long. I don't care. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so growing up in Italian, you know, I, I ate pasta. Literally, I ate pasta mm-hmm. four or five times a week. And that's yeah. not a joke. And that included pasta with garlic bread. And it was all made from scratch. It was not, you know, it was not like... Stofers, <laughs> right, right. No, you're getting, you're getting legit. It's yeah, legit. Yeah, it was baked mastacholi and linguine, and it was everything from scratch and pizza and this and that. I mean, there's three pizza restaurants in the town that we grew up in to this day that my nono, my grandfather, helped like start. That's so awesome, man. So I just grew up eating that crap like all the time. So don't get me wrong, I still love it. Oh yeah, and there's still gonna be times that I eat it. But what I like about keto is you get the full fat, so you get the full flavor. Oh yeah, if yep. you can, if you can substitute and you know allow you know like make up for those the the carbs. Like yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna be the rest of my life because otherwise, um, I would I would go from you know the the greasy Italian 
high school football player that's really good to the greasy Italian slick back hair mobster hitman, you know, like <laughs> overnight. And yes. I'm neither of those things anymore. At least I was the football player back in the day, but not anymore. So, you right. know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Yeah. It, I, I, I completely hear that because, like, <clears throat> the thing about keto that, you know, like this is this is not the keto podcast, but it's like the thing that the thing that has worked for me about it is like you said, there uh, there's still all this food that I can enjoy, and mm-hmm. and like and the full fat of it, and like it 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 is like a sim not simple, but it is something like that's very manageable to say mm-hmm. like I know the things I can and cannot eat, and so I can plan my meals around that. I can, and, and it's literally like easy to make dinner because we know, you know, for my wife and I, it's like, oh, we're gonna make this, and then this is how we achieve this, you know, and and uh, it's not like I mean, listen, man, I I, I love pizza. Uh, uh, growing up where we did, we had some of the best pizza in the entire nation. Screw you, New oh, York. Your pizza down. sucks compared oh, yeah. to ours. So well, it's you a can, floppy dick when you, you can, can you have, can you, know, you can suck our awesome pizza dick because ours oh, is yeah. better. So yeah. <laughs> without a doubt, um, but you know, like, so I still love it, and I'm still gonna eat it with you know with my kids and stuff. But it's like that will be not the norm that will be very Mm -hmm. rare and then most of the time it's low carb it is high fats you know and and just like healthier foods anyways like Mm -hmm. i've been trying to be more disciplined this is this is as an aside because if 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 this all makes it into the podcast whether it does or not we have clearly taken a break for a while and i will say that i bear a lot of responsibility for that because my life has been nuts and and i just like get settled into a rhythm of sitting on my couch at night and watching my favorite show and falling asleep because i i am clearly a 65 year old man <laughs> and 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 so in my life right now it's all about like and and it's like in every aspect but like drilling down into like the discipline of like i'm going to build something better in every aspect of my life so my health my food choices how i am with my kids how i am with my wife how i am with the people around me and then also like taking a hold of the passions i have which right now is music photography podcasting and putting all those things mm-hmm. and saying they have to happen and they're going to happen and I'm going to work my ass off at them. So that's where we are. That's where I am. So my confession to you uh, as we're starting our podcast back up is that I'm sorry for not being available enough because we have like tried to restart our time frame and then it just doesn't happen. So for all of my parts of responsibility in that, I'm sorry because I want to be available and just do it and make it happen. Hey, hey you're not the only one. Like, don't, I mean, you know, I, I could have pushed harder and like I said, I mean, I got, I got distracted. I got life and holidays and family and for sure tooth problems and nine chickens and, you know, and it's easy to let everything just kind of, kind of get in the way. So yeah, I, this is a thing that Adam and I love to do. It's a way for us to connect it's something we're passionate about and we're committed to doing it period. We just got to get better at doing it. <laughs> yes. Know, that makes sense. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, and, and I don't, if you don't want to include this, I, I will edit it out, but you know, I mean, 
shit happens. Life happens. We've both been through layoffs. We've both been juggling layoffs and finding new jobs and yes yeah and and family and everything throughout this literally i mean you had a kid since we've started the podcast we've both been through a layoff and new job like finding new jobs since we've started the podcast like like shit's been crazy period absolutely no way around it i mean so don't feel guilty and if anyone wants to shame us for that, I mean, okay, I get it. You know, like I like, you know, I like the podcasts that I listen to during the week and I look forward to them on, you know, Monday or Tuesday or whatever day they come out on. And, you know, and, and we haven't been regular. So I can't fault you if you, you know, haven't latched on up until now, but also like, you know, we don't have alternate income. Like, you know what I mean? Like podcasting is our primary income absolutely you know we we have regular kind of nine to fives so so you know as much as i i love hanging out with my best friend long distance and doing a podcast with the world you know i (laughs) my kids like to eat food (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) yes amen to that yeah and and i like i just i appreciate like what you just said because it is like we, you know, this, it's been, I think for everybody, there's been a lot of shit that's happened in the last year. And, and you look at like, like you said, we had a baby, uh, we both went through layoffs and like trying to find new jobs. And then like, and then in the midst of that, you're still just trying to like, you know, take care of family stuff, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and then you have holidays pop up and, and, you know, like life gets in the way and, and n- none of that's bad. You know, I mean, well, layoffs suck ass, but like, you know, like it's uh, just reality, but it's just reality. And so we, you know, what we've talked about, you know, privately and here right now is like that idea of just like, we're just recommitting and saying, let's make this happen because we do value it. And it's like, it matters to us. So it's like now that we're like, it's funny that you just like messaged and then we're like, should we do it? Let's do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic yeah. because why not? Let's just yeah. do it. So 11 o'clock on a Monday night. Why, why the hell not? Exactly. Exactly. So, but I love it. I, I love it too. I, you know, I, I think we keep this all in and, you know, we just say to hell with it, you know? <laughs> yes. You know, what's, what's the old saying? Uh, those who matter don't care and those who care don't matter. Yes. Yes. Right. So, yes. <clears throat> you know, we're going to do us and shit. I mean, yeah, it's 10 bucks a month, but it's, you know, I'll gladly pay that to hang out with you. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so. No, man, I, I appreciate that. And I'm like, I'm just I like, I, I got super excited the minute I plugged my microphone in because I'm like, oh, man. We're gonna do an actual podcast right now. This is fantastic. Let's let's uh, go. There's no better than the spontaneous, right? It's so good. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. This might not be the longest episode ever, but hey, we just we want we want to share your stories. So yes, let's dig into it. This is titled Nana. Um, Do we have a credit for this? Like a, a user. Uh, yes, and I will get all that here while you're reading the story. Go for no, it. No, perfect, perfect. Okay. So, I have never really believed in the paranormal. 
It always interested me, and I like the idea of it being true, but I was still a skeptic. That was until my Nana died just before Christmas 2017, after a short battle with lung cancer. I was extremely close with my Nana, she practically raised me along with my granddad, who sadly passed away four years prior from cancer. My mom was young when she had me, and my real dad was an evil piece of work, but that's another story. Um, I'm going to interject for two seconds because <clears throat> um, whoever wrote this used mum, M-U-M, and uh, so I'm guessing they're, mm -hmm. they're uh, maybe from uh, London or somewhere in England, and I read it as mom because I feel like it will not be genuine if I say mum, so if I mess it up while I'm reading it, just... Just go with it. So. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Yep, um, amen. Uh, I was devastated when I got the news of my Nana passing, but I had been there the previous day talking to her, looking after her, and I got to give her a massive hug and kiss before I left. She told me that day she knew it, it wouldn't be long. She was complaining of everything tasting rotten and said she could smell nail varnish, apparently taking it as a sign that death is close. Um, he goes on to say, or he or she, I'm not sure. Um, my mom and I were traveling down to our family home where my sisters, mom, and I all grew up. We needed to arrange the funeral, so we were meeting there to discuss details before going to the funeral directors. My mom turned to me in the car and said, <clears throat> J and P, my aunts, wanted to put Nana in her fleece and leggings because that was what she was comfortable in. I was outraged. <clears throat> He's, he, they say, I was outraged and really upset. My Nana was a proud woman, always cared about how she looked, and cared what people thought of her. Unfortunately, due to her schizophrenia, she went downhill when my granddad died. But I grew up with a woman that always dressed up, even to go to the supermarket. Always had perfume on, her hair neatly combed, and red lipstick on. Not able to bear the thought of it, I suddenly came out with all this to my mom and said, do you ever remember that pink blazer she used to wear with a floral blouse and skirt? She always loved that outfit. My mom didn't remember, but I described every detail down to a T. I remember it from being young, but for some reason, only just now. Um, so I, I sort of get this because I have known, um, known people that even as they, they get older, that they really care about, I don't care what, I will look decent and look my best when I leave the house. I'm not going to run to the store in, in sweats and a t-shirt. It's going to be, you know, my nice outfit and I'm going to have my makeup done. And so I get it. I totally understand what, it, what they're saying. It, 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 I don't know if it's a generational thing because, you know, like I would say like our generation, like, I know my wife, my wife loves to like look nice when she goes somewhere, but if she has to run to the store and it's like, you know, kind of the end of the day and she's just not feeling it, she's mm -hmm. totally going in her sweats and like a comfy sweater, you know, and she mm -hmm. still looks cute and I love her to death, but, but she's comfortable. But like, but I think our, like our grandparents and our great grandparents would be like, oh, I'm never leaving the house. You know, so it's like, it, yeah. maybe it's partially generational, but, but yeah, I, I love that. Like, it's a great little piece of memory of like you know what this was somebody like that they're sharing like she always looked her best regardless of, of mm -hmm. you know where she was going so mm -hmm. anyways real so. quick this is user ry romeo yankee underscore and 
uh, Alpha, November, Tango, Hotel, 93. Okay. Ryan's. 93. Forgive my military. No, that was perfect. Well, it it helped me understand, like, sort of like where it was going. So, Ryan's 93. So, okay. So, we don't know if this is a a male or a female. It doesn't really matter. Um, But, uh, anyways. So, okay. Let's dive back into the story. Okay. Okay. All right. They go on to say, anyway, we arrived at the house and my auntie P was there to greet us. We sat around the kitchen table talking about other things, took a look at the invoice of my granddad's funeral to try and estimate the cost when, bang, we heard this coming from upstairs. We all looked at each other, smiling nervously. Eventually, we all went upstairs to see what made the sound, but nothing had fallen over that could have caused such a loud bang. We went into Nana's bedroom, and my auntie's face dropped. The wardrobe, the excuse me, the wardrobe was open, the kind that clicked shut. Auntie said the wardrobe had been closed the day before. My mom walked over, reached in, pulled out the outfit, the one I had told her about on the drive. I went cold, and so did Mom. She said she didn't know why. It was almost automatic to reach in and pick that outfit. Why did she pick that one? We were convinced the bang was my nana letting us know that's what she wanted to wear. <laughs> nice. You know, she's, Isn't that crazy? It is. She's telling you, this is what I want to wear. Um, all right, they go on. A few days later, we went to visit her in the Chapel of Rest. She was wearing the outfit. The lights were flickering like crazy. And mom was upset because nana didn't look like herself. My mom was inconsolable. It had brought her so much comfort when she saw my granddad because he looked healthy and peaceful again. They did a really good job with him. She pleaded with the funeral director to make her face less square and round her mouth. We knew it was because she had been dead overnight till they could collect her, so I don't know the science behind it, but she looked different. I get that. Okay, so he's saying, or they're they're saying, just didn't look quite right, and, um, you know... I, I understand. So, yeah, yeah, like so. Just kind of going back to what I talked about with my grandmother, not that long ago. To my mom and aunts, she looked spectacular. To me, she looked nothing like I remembered her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. My grandma looked the same way to me from six to you know thirty six. Like she sure, sure, the same. And that was not her when when I saw her. It just wasn't. I mean, to my mom and aunts and uncle, she looked good. To me, she did not look like the person I remembered, which is partially the reason why I tell my wife, like, just put my ass in a cardboard box and light me on fire. Like, I don't want anyone looking at me. <laughs> like, just have your memories and... That's good enough, you know. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, and and I, <laughs> not this is sort of a morbid conversation, but I actually like have had that conversation with mm-hmm. my wife, where I'm like, I don't even know that I want to be buried. I think I want to be cremated. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. I I just like I've been to enough funerals and and looked at you know and and seen the body of of this person that you know and love, and then it's just like. 
in my head, I'm like, I'm not sure that I want to be there um, like that. You know, instead, I'd rather be um, cremated and laid to rest that way. I, you know, I everybody's got a different preference, but it's just it's just what I've come to realize about myself. So, anyway, oh, so. I'm I'm the same way. I'm one hundred percent the same way. Like, I don't know, like. I, I want my friends to remember me the way I lived, right? So yes. Like, I don't I don't want some sad thing. I don't want something where like twelve people show up. Like I just want just take me to a bar, set my burnt ass onto a, the bar top, and buy everyone a shot, and we'll call it good. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, yeah, no, 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 I hear it. I hear it totally. Like I what I I. I know it. Yeah, it does sound cliche, but it's like let's just celebrate life. You know, like huh. I, not. I mean, I know you're gonna be sad no matter what. Like if, if something happened to to you know my wife or whatever, of course I'm gonna be devastated and sad. But I also hope that there is a celebration of the life that we had. You know, you want Lord. it to be a positive thing in the midst of all the heartbreak and sorrow. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, so. definitely, yeah. And I think part of part of the thing for me is. I have family members that are in graves. And don't get me wrong. Like, I have family members that died because of World War II. And I, they have family members that remember them and go to that gravesite. And, and, you know, and at that time, that was more of the thing to do. But I also sure. have family members that have died since then, like well after that. And, and then I have their, loved ones that are survived that feel guilty for not going to the gravesite. And I'm like, I just don't want that, man. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah. you to feel guilty not for not coming to visit me. Cause I'm not there. Like, and I'm not knocking anyone who does. Yes. That's, yep. that's not my intention here. Personally. Right. I just feel like once I'm gone, I'm gone. Like, whether you believe that's the grave or heaven or whatever, Valhalla, whatever it is, you know, like, <laughs> yes, I, you know, my body is not me. I'm not here. So whether I'm a pile of ashes sitting on your mantle that your cat, you know, eventually pisses in or, um, you know, a pile <laughs> of ashes that gets shot into space or whatever the hell my kids decide to do with me, right. you know, like that's not me so just have fun with it you know and don't have some big sad cry fest you know just everyone go to the bar and have a shot on me literally yes. like stand yep. on top of me or you know put your empty <laughs> shot glass on top of me i don't care you know like have a shot on me so. yes yeah yeah all right so i'm gonna dive back in yeah, here go for it Sorry. okay no, you're good. I I just I'm 100% with you. So, okay. So the the next thing they say is, uh, we came back the next day and she looked amazing, like the woman we knew. I said, "Oh, Nana, you look so beautiful in that outfit. I knew you liked it." I kissed her and told her how much I loved her. The lights flickered once slowly. Me and Mom looked at each other. She said, "Nana must have been telling us." The day before the lights flickering so much was her saying, "I don't look right." We laughed in disbelief. The lights were going crazy the previous morning, but only flickered once when I spoke to Nana today. 
Nana was a spiritual person. She always knew when things would happen. She had dreams that would come true. She just seemed to be a little bit psychic. And she always joked that she would haunt us. As I say, I was never a big believer, but these experiences were so strange. I had a dream a couple of nights ago. So vivid. I saw her, spoke to her. She didn't say a word, just smiling. I begged her not to go, and she told me everything would be okay and that she loved me. I woke up already crying. It was so real. I am convinced she came to me. She was wearing the outfit and everything. I looked at the clock, and it was 3.15. I was spooked. What does everybody, everyone think? Any comments? Has anyone had a similar experience? Um, that leads me to a very good point. If this story is connecting with you, maybe there's similar experience. Maybe there's something that uh, you identify with. You've had, you've lost a grandparent or somebody close to you, and you've had this connection moment or this understanding of like maybe they're making this this reconnection with you. Um, we have a bunch of places or a couple places to share that at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an Instagram that's Scary Real Pod on Instagram. It's very easy to find. Um, we we you know of course list our episodes there and and that's a great place to engage and comment. The other way you can do it, we are now on Twitter. I know it's Twitter, <laughs> but if you if you are a Twitter person, we're there. Um, uh, we're not super active there, but you're you're free to comment and share and 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 go there. Uh, that is also scary real pod on Twitter. So uh, jump on there and communicate with us. You know, share your own stories or or just comment on this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, it means the world to us. Amen. I couldn't say it any better. I couldn't. thank you um you know i i think this is a great story i i i love that um um this person is a doubter which i i think we've discussed before on this podcast that you and i both have our like reservations about what we think about paranormal stuff or whether how much of it is true and the experiences and all that but then you know i we've we've read enough stories from people now that sometimes i catch myself going like i think i maybe believe in something paranormal more than i did maybe a year ago um you know it's funny you say that because i was just about to say the same thing like like, i'm still a skeptic i still think that net 90% 90% of what's out there has a rational explanation. Right. Um, I don't, you know, I'm, I, I jump to the paranormal in, you know, very rare instances, but I've also had my own experiences that kind of point me to like, okay, I'm not quite ready to say like, you know, the spirit of so-and-so is, you know, haunting me or haunting this place or, you know, providing me with X, Y, and Z information. But I think I've, I've talked about this before. Maybe this is the engineer brain in me coming out a little <laughs> bit, which <laughs> sounds weird trying to apply that to, you know, the paranormal, but, um, just kind of the mm, how do you you know like it's not quite explainable so maybe you know like 
you know, we know in the scientific world, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. Right. So, right. You know, maybe it's energy, just in area, something happened and it gets transferred and it just kind of reverberates through time or sure. Just, you know, I don't know. I, I, fuck if I know, (laughs) I know I try to keep the swearing down to a minimum, but I am who I am. So, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's know. not. We yeah, it's it's mostly a, a family friendly podcast, but every now and then it's not. So we yeah. apologize. <laughs> yeah. But you know, so I mean, I don't. I just I have a hard time discounting people's experiences, especially in this instance, right? Like, yes, like it's not like overtly like, oh, this thing possessed my brother well then you do the research and it's like no brother was a meth head you know like kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. right so you know it's like right. no grandma <laughs> like oh yeah i can point to that in my own right. life so, yeah yep you know yeah uh, exactly yep yeah i i uh, you said it so good it, it is like uh i don't I, even if i'm the biggest skeptic I can't come to people's stories and go like, well, you're just full of it. I I want to approach each story that somebody has shared with us, which we've gotten so many unique ones now. And I, I they're all like they're covering different topics and different experiences, which I love. But it's like I don't want to come to one and just be like, I'm dismissing this offhand. Mm-hmm. I want to give it its its due um, respect and time to listen and then go like, you know what? I don't know if I believe hundred percent of this, or if I even understand it, but I, I care enough about this person's story to listen and to read it, of course, and share it on our podcast. But, and then also just say I, I, any, at this point in my life, anything is possible. Is it reverberating energy? Like you said, is it, is it something more? Is it, you know, someone coming back from the dead who knows but uh either way i'm i'm just engaged in the process i think and i think that's like the the heart of this show is just always coming back to the story what is the story here and what are we hearing and what you know Mm -hmm. people want to share their experiences and i'm i'm here for it man yep 100 percent. oh yeah 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 like i'm i'm with you like like you said it's all about the story right i mean how many times have we come back to that it's yes. all about the story you know whether exactly it's, whether you can hard evidence point to paranormal a gas leak whatever right <laughs> yes. it's all about the story at the end of the day it's all about the story yeah and it's like and it, you just you're gonna at that point you have to say well this is something bigger than i can explain on my own and mm-hmm. and I think one thing that we've done a good job of is we, we've always talked on this podcast of we might dive into what we think this could be or some mm-hmm. explanation of it, but we're, we've never come back and said, well, this is the definitive answer. We've said this is what it could be and this is how we interpret it or whatever, but it's still your story that you've chosen to share with us and we're gladly sharing with our our audience our our group of people that have started to form this community and and at the end of the day we're all just trying to engage in your story Mm -hmm. and that's great that is the purpose of this whole show that is what we do and that is what we want to 
continue to grow because I would love, I think the thing that we want to happen more and more is engagement on the episode for people to go, oh, this is my experience with something so similar. You know, when we talked about Mothman, that was like a huge episode and there was a lot behind it. I'm anxious to hear at some point somebody else share their story of their experience with something similar mm-hmm. and to see what those connections are. It doesn't mean it will happen, but at some point it's going to be exciting when we do, because then that's going to lead us down another rabbit hole of like, now we're going to tell this person's story mm-hmm. and now we're going to share, you know, uh, I just, that gets me excited about what this, this thing is, you know, and I, I think yep. that's the whole thing that started this yep. thing. So. Yep. And, and, you know, this one kind of touched base with me with grandma you know i didn't have anything stand out with her you know but i will say it was it i don't i don't even know what the word is it, it was reassuring to my soul to be able mm-hmm. to be there with my mom you know none of my siblings were able to be there no fault of their own it was it was one of those things hey you know, grandma's not doing so great. We don't know how long she's going to last. And then boom, all of a sudden, like, you know, with literally within hours, it was like, oh, grandma's gone. And we're like, oh, shit. You know, like, and, you know, we all got kids. We all got young kids. We all have jobs. <laughs> you know, it's, right. it's one of those things. It sucks. But, you know, grandma was 17 hour drive away. And there, there's no, there's no hopping on a plane. You hop on a plane, you still have a seven-hour drive. <laughs> yes, right. Literally. I mean, you know, like, that's where my mom grew up. The middle of fucking nowhere. Like, right. So, you know, and I just, I'm blessed that my wife and I have the kind of jobs that we were able to leave. You know, she was yes. able to move things around and take care of the kids while I got in a car and helped my parents and drove for 17 hours, you know? So yeah, it sucks and it's not ideal. And, you know, and I'm not holding that against my siblings, but this one struck a nerve with me because of that, you know, like I just went through that. Like I just went through that taking care of family despite, you know, all the craziness. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Rye Anth ninety three. There we go. Underscore Anth ninety three. Thank you for sharing. Yes, thank I, you so much. We we appreciate it. Sorry it took so long to get to your story, but it's it's one of those things that you know we we didn't want to skip over, and uh, you know we hope you and your family are, are, are in a better place now. And, and, you know, you had some closure and some peace with, with grandma at the, at the end there. So. Absolutely. Um, and likewise, I would say again, if you have a story you want to share, some experience, it doesn't need to be um, even close to the same kind of story, but just something paranormal, something you've gone through. Um, you can shoot us an email. Um, it is scaryrealpod at gmail.com. Pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter. It's Scary Real Pod on both of those as well. Uh, we okay. keep it as 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 simple and easy as possible. Yep. So and consistency. Yeah, um, and you can also find us on Reddit. I think it's also Scary Real Pod on Reddit. So we are everywhere. <laughs> 
minus the hellscape that is Facebook. We have avoided <laughs> it. We won't go there unless people clamor and beg us to go. And then we maybe well, still won't. Hey, so that got us Twitter, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, right, you, I won't say never, but but we haven't had to <laughs> yet. Um, but but yes, all those places. Reach out to us, send your story. Um, we can keep it anonymous, or if you don't care if we use your username, that's great too. Um, you know, give us as much detail as you can, or or just what you remember, and we will gladly share it um, and talk about it. And of course, offer the same respect and care uh, you've heard in this episode. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, once again, uh, to all of our fellow um, Scary Real listeners, thank you. Yes. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your comments. And thank you for your listens. And uh, until next week. Be good to each other. And be good to yourself. We'll see you later. <laughs> I said it backwards. <laughs>